Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 346. This is the end. This morning, Matt and I get together and talk about our end of year wrap up in our studios and our plans going into 2023. This is the last episode of the Indie Music Podcast. We have uh, really enjoyed everything about creating this podcast and interacting with you, our listeners and viewers. Thank you so much for joining us on this three-year journey. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Oh, man. It is storming here. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah, that's why it took a little longer. I wanted to switch mics to something that was a little more directional. So I didn't get nothing but like rain on the roof here. And uh, I think, yeah, the, Sam- the Samson wasn't giving me anything. So I switched to a sure classic. So right on. <laughs> um, using my, using my dynamite. And then I forgot that the dynamite requires phantom power. And I was like, why isn't this making any noise anyway? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not um, feeling great this morning. I'm a little under the weather. I got, uh, yeah, your voice sounds like you're a little. I got a little sore throat going on here. Oh, no. So, I'm sorry to hear that. So, sorry about that, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, speaking of rain, I did, I was able, there was some rain noise in the last video, and I was able to clear it up with that Waves Clarity uh, plug-in. It oh, nice. worked pretty well. That was pretty slick. You just kind of dial in the amount until the noise disappears and the voice stays the same. It's pretty neat. Is it pretty easy to use? Yeah, so like a one-knobber. The whole one knob thing. I know. Do you think that kind of <laughs> pulls anything away from creativity? It depends. Uh, I use the, I do use a couple of them. I use um, one on just about every, well, yes, not on just about, on literally every voice and podcast thing that I do. It's uh, waves one knob louder. It's, um, I just use it as a kind of a set and forget. It just kind of sits there and just kind of, um, it just kind of thickens and, and it just kind of thickens a voice signal. I got it one of their, on one of their free Black Friday, like years ago, they were just giving it away when it first came out. Um, and now they have a whole one knob series. I don't like them all. I have a few of them that I never paid for any of them, but um, that's the one, one knob louder. It's almost like a, and I just, I either use it on the lowest setting or like on the one. I never, I never actually use it as anything else, but it's like, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a little silent partner. It gives like a little, yeah. you know, uh, LA 2A kind of compression in there. Um, just kind of thickens the voice signal. I really like it. Just, just It just sits on my vocal bus. Right secret sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing we talked about uh, last week was um, a, what, a fret um, dampener. Oh, yeah. And... Um, and they come, I, I didn't even, I don't know anything about them. They come in different sizes, apparently. And uh, thankfully, there's a guide because I was about to go, oh, I'll just get a medium or large. Or <laughs> but there's a guide that tells you what size to get for what you're going to do with it. And so it turns out that the small, which looks like it would be just too small to do anything, is the correct size for a six string electric guitar. Oh. So I wouldn't have known that. So uh, uh, is it large enough where you can like, uh, slide it back behind yeah. the nut and then yeah. you can slide it forward wherever. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. It's, it's just kind of like a little tiny wristband, but it has a 
foam piece and uh it just hooks on with uh you know velcro or whatever and um it's best it doesn't really do anything if you just put it on the nut it's best for if you're playing you know if you're not doing open strings basically put it on the first fret or any other fret that gives you natural harmonics um and and then you can play and it, it does it really cleans up the signal so it's going to be good for um record for like studio type recordings now i would imagine if you pushed it behind the nut it it would uh um clean up the overtones between the nut and the tuning pegs yeah and probably and maybe that's more noticeable when you're amped and it's and it's doing yeah. extra power to your to your guitar and more harmonics i couldn't really tell a difference acoustically but um again it wasn't no. i wasn't playing with any amplification are you, are you gonna wear it as a bracelet too when you're not <laughs> it's playing? too small it's <laughs> tiny man it like goes over like two fingers maybe or three fingers it's just oh. it's not even big enough to be a bracelet <laughs> more like an earring <laughs> yeah it's smaller than i expected but it's the right size for a guitar who knew yeah yeah i think i uh, i'm gonna get one of those for my uh not right away but once i it's gonna be for the the guitar that i'm building um i think it'll uh it would be nice although i don't have a whole lot with the headless uh of room behind the nut to slide it out of the way um oh. but uh i think there's that looks pretty uh narrow so it looks like it might work but uh um but yeah, yeah you might want to look at the guide and see what size uh, it would be appropriate. It doesn't, it's not really, didn't really say inches. It just said kind of like, if you're using a five string bass, get a medium. If you're using a six string electric, get a small, it's kind of like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, do they give you like dimensions, you know, like if your mm, neck is this maybe. wide type of thing? Not on the guide that I saw. Okay. <laughs> I have a seven string, but it's not, uh, it's not much wider. I mean, it, it's literally like, you know, like the the width of one more string spacing wider than you know so five five sixteenths of an inch or whatever wider than yeah. uh, a regular six string electric so yeah probably a medium would be the right size then cool i'm sorry you're not feeling well uh thought we would talk today about uh now that it's mid-december which i can't believe um what if anything do you do to wrap up your year in your business do you take time off do you let your clients know do you do a year-end review what kind of do you do your accounting or do you save that for april <laughs> <laughs> well my I, I i do my accounting in um uh january usually mm -hmm. um as i'm waiting for tax documents mm. um yeah, yeah and me too. Uh, and and those aren't you know uh some things aren't legally uh due to you until the end of january so right um yeah so I don't know. The last thing I want to worry about at the end of the year is, is, is <laughs> taxes. Uh, taxes and stuff. So I, I just, I leave that. Um, yeah, I, I, I take, uh, you know, for the last 25 years, I've taken the time off between Christmas and new year's as vacation time. Yep. Um, and so I, I, I think that's long enough that it's now a tradition. So, um, yeah. but you know, if mastering work rolls in, you know, cause I, you know, bring it on, you know, I'll do that. While. <laughs> um, it feels like the, a dip right now, right? Like business is kind of slow. People are busy with holiday stuff. Oh yeah. Definitely. Wrapping their yep. year up. And so it's one of those natural slowdown periods. Yep. But, uh, but that's really cause I mean, 
you know, listening to music and working with it is fun. Um, so it, you know, it's, it's not oh, sure, like sure. The other stuff, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I'm like accounting. Yeah. Wind up, <laughs> wind up time. Uh, really what I'm doing it right now is I'm thinking about what I'm going to do in January. What, what, mm. what are my, what are my 2023, uh, immediate action items that I want to start doing. And, uh, you know, wind up just happens for me. So it, sure. it, it's going to wind up whether I want it to or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> good point. You know, it, yeah, um, just, it's good to have a direction <laughs> to wind yeah. in if you, if you can shape it in any way. Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, you know, like everybody else, uh, you know, no matter what holiday you may celebrate, uh, if you celebrate holidays, um, we, you know, uh, we have a few different, you know, ethnic celebrations coming up and, and a lot of people are just really focused on family and, and, and whatever is involved in those holidays, you know, um, and, and we're no different. Right. So, you know, so we're, uh, we're really ramping up for that and it's, it's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of decorating and, uh, you know, for us and lighting and, uh, you know, we're, you know, doing presents and wrapping and, you know, the tree and everything like that. So for the way that we celebrate. Yeah. And so really we're just, uh, mainly focused on family right now. And, um, you know, it's just, a, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, it uh, <laughs> I, I'm not as like gun feeling right now on business. It's sort sure. of like, okay, we're kind of where we're at and we're going to go ahead and wind down and, and I just kind of, I, I guess maybe it feels good just to go with that and allow, uh, you know, all the pressure and everything just sort of subside. Let's get to the end of the year and then we're going to hit the ground running kind of feeling. I respect that. Yeah. We're in the same boat. Well, because it's pouring rain and it will be all weekend. I mean, they're expecting like six feet of snow in Tahoe from this storm. Um, I'll be <laughs> getting out the tree today and we're going to be decorating the house and all that stuff. And as far as yeah. family, I did an airport run last night, and so our our mid, our youngest is home now from college for the next oh right on month yeah and see like so it's going to be kind of a different family dynamic starting as soon as everybody gets up it's going to be interesting <laughs> yeah you know and that's what it's you know this time of year is all about really you know until you've yeah. got family coming home and and uh, yeah and just enjoying um, you know that time I think is what's yeah. important. Yeah, we will definitely. Do you guys do you that. guys get up into the mountains to get some snow ever or anything like that? We or? used to when they were young, um, and and now I mean it's like <laughs> uh, nobody's free at the same time. So our 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 time together has to be planned either well in advance or it involves not going very far. Yeah, because um, the one who just came home this is his first day back and he's working already today. He, oh. he works part-time for a catering, a local catering company. Um, and so does my other son. They do, well, they did. They do um, like weddings and funerals and other kind of social events. And then my oldest, who lives with us, um, he coaches, he finished coaching football and now he's coaching basketball. So his schedule is dependent on um, the basketball games and practices. So. It's not like we have opportunity to just, you know, even on any given weekend to just throw in everybody in the car and go somewhere. But um, I don't think I'd be wanting to drive up to Tahoe today. I think that's probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Chains required. And if you get up there, you might be stuck for a while. 
Right. Yeah. So uh, um, the topic, the topic, uh, you know, was, was like just what do you do during the end of uh, your business year, kind of thing, wind down yeah. and wind down. You know, I, yeah. uh, and I uh, do, I do the, a look back. I'll do a look back. And yeah, look I was say so reflection. I kind of review how do how did I do this year compared to what I thought I was going to do? What happened? What changed? How did my goals shift? Uh, how did what what you know? What, how did my expectations line up with reality? And and what can I improve on for next year? How do I want to change things next year? So I'm I usually do that kind of on my own informally, but I'm going to do it a little more formally. I downloaded this ebook called uh, the Calm Business Review. And so it's like a 50 page formal, you know, fill out all of these things, you know, who inspired you and what do you want to do? And it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of sitting down with that and reflecting on, on the year in a little more structured format than I usually do, but yeah, um, I'll do it out. I'll do it over here at my little, my little writing desk with the rain in the background. It's going to, it's going <laughs> to be calm and nice. <laughs> so, so what do you think um, will uh, be the result of going through that exercise. What do I think will be the result? Um, clarity. I think, I hope, I hope clarity will be the result and kind of a, um, a, a renewed, uh, a more realistic look at the, the Delta between my expectations and reality. Okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that's pretty good. Um, I got to imagine that the Delta between my expectations and, and, uh, uh, reality, if you will, um, you know, was, uh, probably pretty large. Although, you know, I feel like it was a pretty successful year. Um, I don't have anything that I am, mm -hmm. um, I'm looking back and, and, uh, regretting or anything like that. Um, Oh, likewise, you know, I, uh, I do wish I would get, uh, better ROI on advertising. Um, mm. and, but, and, and I say this at the end of every year, uh, you know, right. I'm, um, <laughs> that, uh, uh, you know, it always fails to meet my expectations, you know, and I don't even want to use the word expectations because my expectations on advertising here is really low, you know, so, <laughs> it, so it's, it's more, uh, uh, hopes, you know, it, yeah. it, it fails to meet, but I hope it does. And my hopes for advertising aren't that lofty, you know, <laughs> so, mostly that it pays for itself. Like yeah. I get one client that covers my advertising costs and that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, uh, and so I was talking with my wife about that and I think I'm actually going to divert, um, this may sound weird, but I haven't ever in my business used a telephone number. Um, and, oh, um, really? yeah. Uh, just because it's mostly all online, you know, it's uh, working with sure. people and, and we've got chat and email and, right, um, right. and clients usually end up getting my, just my personal phone number. Uh, but I don't have a number that I give out to someone who's I've never met before or something like that. I see. You know? And I thought that I'm going to rather than spend ad dollars on Instagram and Google and stuff like that, that, that perhaps like a Google voice number, uh -huh. um, that's what I have, uh, might be a good way to go. And, uh, and perhaps I'm, uh, you know, I'm, um, perhaps I'm missing opportunities w from people who just would like to call, you know, <laughs> um, 
I hope that's true for you because I have a Google voice number and I thought that I did that for two reasons. One, to not put my personal cell phone number out on the internet, but right. two, to differentiate because you can tell when you're getting a call on Google voice versus on your phone. And I thought, okay, I will, I always want to know if something, somebody is calling immediately um, for business, but what really has turned out is that all I've gotten is extra scam calls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, nobody's called me for my actual business on my Google voice line. Yeah. How is but, the, uh, uh, how's how the Google voice tool for, you know, you know, blocking, reporting spam calls. Yeah. And, you can, it, it's actually good. It's better than my regular phone for that. Okay. So, and, um, and it'll transcribe voicemail just like, um, so it's, it's actually very helpful. Yeah. But interestingly, not every, you know, if you're registering on sites for an account, sometimes it'll know if it's a Google voice number and says, this is a, this is a Google voice number. We need your real phone number. Now it I looks like they tell, but they it tell. looks like for us, like all outgoing calls in the U S are free, um, mm -hmm. uh, or not free, but included with your subscription. Yeah. Uh, um, and, uh, which is cool. Uh, I couldn't find information on incoming calls though. And, uh, what I, I used to do, I developed a, a phone application on Twilio and mm. I used to, I used to, and then I had a Twilio number and that worked great. The thing is, is that you get charged for incoming calls, which is fine. Oh. Um, but it's not fine when you start getting all the, the bot and spam calls. Well, that's what I was going to say. I would hate to be charged for that. That's a double whammy. Yeah. And so that, uh, ended up making it, I, I had to cancel it because the amount of, uh, of junk calls that were coming in were driving my costs up on, yeah. uh, on having the phone service. So I can see that, which is something. So I'm sensitive to that when looking at new phone services, the thing is, is that, you know, so I could opt in and get a regular like landline phone, uh, line here. I have mm -hmm. that option and just, you know, make it a business line, you know, or I could do Google voice. Um, but it just depends. I, uh, I'm looking at, uh, I'm like, okay, cool. Like they have like a, um, a standard, um, mm -hmm. which I think is around 20 bucks a month right now or something like that. Um, but they have a starter, which actually would meet my needs for 10 bucks a month. Um, Who do? Google voice. Oh, really? I don't think yeah. I pay for it. Um, well, I, I have Google workspace for business. Um, oh, oh, I see. And so it would be a business line. Um, Got it. They don't charge for incoming calls. I can tell you that. Okay. But when I go into set up, it's not giving me the option for the starter. So, um, oh. so for, tw so for 20 bucks, I could actually get a, a legitimate, uh, fiber landline from oh. my, uh, from my, you know, my, my carrier for internet and, uh, television, um, cool. for the same price which again would have no incoming call costs and it would just be a regular phone, you know, yeah. if I have to spend 20, but I'm trying to figure out why I can't get the 10. Cause I'd rather spend 10 than 20, you know, cause you know, I'm, I'm cheap <laughs> that way, you know, but, well, uh, <laughs> especially for the amount of use it's likely to get, I, you know, the less, yeah. the better. Yeah. Yeah. That might, that might, you might want to check in with your, what I'd your probably end up doing contacts though, at Google. Yeah. Like if I had a landline number that, um, then I would probably end up just having a forward on that to my cell phone. It's just what oh. I used to do. And, <laughs> and then I would see, you know, when it comes in that it was a forwarded call. So you can still tell and differentiate what, what call is what, you know, I was picturing you with a bat phone. Oh, <laughs> oh it's flashing red. Oh, it's the but commissioner. I'm, I'm definitely not going to have a phone on my, 
on my audio desk though, you know, so, <laughs> it, yeah, I, and I don't want to, I don't want a phone ringing, you know, while I'm in no, session and stuff not. like that, you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> and, yeah, and then you think that it's part of the, the song. You're like, you know, that tra- happened tra- tra- to me trying once. Trying to EQ it to. out, you know. <laughs> I, I recorded a song once, uh, and, uh, I didn't even know it at the time that the phone had rung while I was doing recording. And every time I was listening to it, I'd be like, what's, is the phone, is the phone ringing? That <laughs> was oh, so obnoxious. Awesome. <laughs> also, PSA, yeah, do it? not put sirens in your songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Scares the crap out of people when they're driving. Well, here in the mid here in the Midwest, there's uh, you can't record on the first Tuesday of the month at ten o'clock in the morning. So, oh, <laughs> kind of like they have San all Francisco. the all the siren testing is going on. Oh yeah, they discontinued it temporarily, but uh, yeah, San Francisco. I think it was the first Tuesday of every month at one at one o'clock or eleven o'clock. It would be the um, the tsunami warning. <laughs> oh, siren yeah. throughout the whole city. And if you had just moved there and you didn't know what it was, yeah, you'd drop a load. <laughs> it, was, it was loud and everywhere. <laughs> and after a while, you just get used to it. You're like, oh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. So what's a, um, what's a goal you're looking forward to uh, getting started in for 2023? Um, I'm going to, uh, I want to, um, build up, um, a more, more, um, music clients. I, I've, uh, worked through my natural warm market and I need to be more, um, proactive about outreach outside of my natural market. So I know that's very jargony, but, <laughs> um, I have, I have some ideas, but, um, yeah. Basically, I want to start getting strangers for clients, not people I already know. Yeah, that's a that's a big goal. Yeah, yeah, uh, creating leads and and conversions. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Since I'm not going to be, or since I'm planning on reappropriating advertising budget that underperformed anyway, mm-hmm. um, I, I want to bolster what potential I thought that that could have, which was really related around. Uh, um, advertising and social media other than the, yeah. go- the Google stuff was uh, in web search, you know? Um, although, you know, I, I do uh, have and still maintain um, my, uh, um, my Google business profile page. Uh, oh yeah, I have one. And actually, and it shows up in search and stuff like that um, organically, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I get 50, 60 visitors to that. A month, which is, you know, I, think I get that, about the without same without doing anything, you know, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I get about the same. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think I want to up my content game on mm-hmm. social and, uh, incorporate, you know, uh, more video stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, um, what does Instagram call them? Darn it. <laughs> reels. They yeah. Call them reels. So, so more reels, um, uh, doing like some, uh, some planned formatting type of reels, you know, with, um, mm. with scheduled, yeah. uh, uh, publishing, use my scheduling tools more. Um, yeah. you know, and so that's kind of my goal is that, you know, I don't know exactly how I'm going to, um, work it out, but I, but I, I don't want to be doing the video, uh, 
uh, reels and stuff like that, and then needing to upload them immediately. I, you know, I want to have this stuff done like ahead of time and schedule yeah. it and, and not feel like I'm like, you know, uh, got to get it all done right now. Cause that always doesn't, it just never feels good. Um, no, I agree. You know, and so I was doing that some sort of schedule where I'm going, okay, for, for the next two hours, so I'm going to go down and I'm going to record uh, uh, three short videos for social that I'm going to post in the next couple yeah. days, you know, um, so, something like that. And actually, yeah, batch uh, creating content is a much better way to do it than doing it ad hoc, I find. Yeah. Well, you're set up, you know, you don't have, have to right. uh, do all the setup every time and, you know, and, right. you know, it's there's just and there, there is there's setup there's lights there's tripods yeah, and you know sure. uh, everything that goes with it getting recording set up and every everything so i mean you know there's there's 30 minutes every time so if you can um combine multiple uh video projects into the same setup session you know mm -hmm. you're ahead already uh, just on on right getting back some of your time you know right that um, transition cost there yeah and it's not like and my it's not like my set needs to change it's probably going to stay the same <clears throat> i do need to work on uh lighting a little bit i want a little bit uh maybe want to like those uh, get a ring light yeah something um i've got a small ring light here it's 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 about a i don't know it's like a five inch ring light um but i need something yeah. over here and and mine's about the uh, same just to get rid of some shadows and i thought i might get one of those softbox lights um, they're not expensive, oh. you know, you know, 40 bucks or 50 bucks or something like that mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. a 16 by 16 soft light, um, or soft box. And, uh, on a tripod that just sets up, you know, and it's easy to move out of the way and whatever. And I've got like an alcove that I can, uh, put it in here. Um, which used to be my vocal booth, which is now, yeah. um, you know, studio stuff that I want to get to quickly. I put yeah. in there. So. I wouldn't get too professional. I just saw a video on how uh, A-B tests show that the more casual recordings seem to perform better because people um, tend to reject the slicker looking stuff as clearly advertising. You know what I mean? Oh, like they'll, they'll yeah. flip past it because they're like, oh, this is too slick. It must be an ad or right. something I like mean, that. I mean, don't you think that the shadow on my left, you're right. Um, I, I would. Yeah, I would definitely put a bounce you know, uh, you know, uh, something in there to fill in that shadow. Yeah. And that's the only but, thing I'm um, thinking about. So if I had one more light off camera over here, that was just, um, illuminating my yeah. immediate area here. I think, you know, I think I'd have it dialed in then. Cause I like my background lighting now. And, um, you know, so I'm happy with that. Uh, yeah. It looks fantastic. Really. Even without the led strips. <laughs> never <gonna put> it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, over I was my holiday. Say. Okay. It's a goal now is to get the led strips up. Yeah, well, when you were talking about your your delta between your expectations and reality, one of the things I know you did focus on this year, and maybe you, it was so gradual that you you didn't realize it was an accomplishment, is your your studio build out uh, has just been you've, you've spent the whole year dialing in your studio, and it looks amazing, and I'll bet it sounds fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I the biggest thing that I've done as far as sound was the um, was that this year was the. Uh, acoustic diffuser the, the their their combination diffuser diffuser absorber panels up front yeah there. yeah i think that was uh earlier this year and uh yeah and that made such a big difference with reflection um and uh because they're right uh, behind your monitors yeah and so um although they're uh, my uh my mains are 
uh, they're sealed. They don't have ports. Um, they uh, oh. they still had they yeah because they they have uh, uh, resonators. So not all the um, what looks like speakers in those means are actually drivers. Um, really, they're, they're passive radiators. And so oh, I didn't know that. Um, uh, huh. And so there's no ports, but so I get bass response off of the passive radiators and, uh, but then it also balances out cabinet pressure by the okay. radiators moving in and out. If you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's interesting. But yeah. bass is omnidirectional. So even if there's no ports, it'll still go backwards. And yeah. Still and so the cabinet resonation, reflection. which is actually pretty good. Cause these are like, these are one inch thick, uh, uh, cabinet sides. Um, oh, but, Granted, they still have some resonation and, uh, and being closer to the wall in the back, you know, that makes mm-hmm. a difference in, in the balance of, of the base, right. uh, you know, in the corners and stuff and adding those, uh, adding those panels behind, I think helped yeah. a lot. And, uh, I mean, they're four inch thick, uh, and they, I don't remember their specs, but they go down. I think, I think, you know, so, so stuff in the, uh, in the, in the 120 is being treated okay uh, range you know cool. and up so and then the diffusers they work good you know because i was wondering if i had i've always been combating you know standing waves and comb filtering stuff. right and uh so and it's, it's just, a big room so yeah with a lot of wall space <laughs> yeah i guess you know on that line this coming year uh um some diffusers on the sides uh mm. would be good I've like got, those, um, like those half round kind. Yeah, yeah. Those so cool. uh, just off to, off to the right and left of my my corner base traps on each side. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to add a diffuser in there. I've got absorption all the way up the walls on both sides, and see how that works. Uh, if it, I, I may swap out the white uh, panels that I was just talking about that are behind and and put the uh, those diffusers there, and see mm. how those perform. And then put the white panels on the sides. Because uh, uh, I just want to look at the, you know, the trick with the mirror. I want to find the reflection point yeah. on the side and, and do a diffuser at that reflection, that first reflection point. Yeah, um, that's a good trick. Yeah. Yeah, if you have a mirror and if, you, if you've got a little uh, laser pen or something like that, then, <laughs> yeah, that works. And then you can. Uh, or a flashlight. Yeah, you could put a, you know, <laughs> have a friend hold a mirror on the wall and then take a laser pen from your listening position. And point it at the mirror, not your friend's eyes. And right, uh, that's why I said a then, flashlight. <laughs> and then look for the uh, for the red dot um, on your on the center of your speaker cone, and that'll tell you where the you know you can move the mirror back and forth from that point, and then that'll tell you where to put your uh, your room treatment for that reflection point. Yeah, that's if your monitors are far away. If you have near fields like I do, you can literally just yeah, sit in your yeah. listening position and move move the mirror on the wall until you can see. The speaker cone in your in the mirror on the wall. There you go. And like, yep. That's where the that's where the sound that's treatment the, goes. That's where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good trick. Yep. It's one of those simple but elegant. <laughs> so speaking of wrapping up, one of the things we hadn't talked about yet is that <laughs> um, um, it hasn't been announced, but this uh, I think this podcast is going on indefinite hiatus after this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I think, uh, well, you and I both thought that uh, maybe now is a good time to, since it's the end of the season, that, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, we're going to just kind of wrap up the uh, Indie Music Podcast at this point. Yeah. And, and I think you and I just 
kind of felt what that we've um, covered you know, all the cover, covered covered everything that <laughs> you know our content uh, ideas are are kind of exhausted and um, you know it, the trying to uh, you know obtain community around it and things i think we've we've kind of maxed out on where we think that's going so mm-hmm. i don't know i think both of you uh, both you and i have uh you know kind of felt the same way you know and said you know yeah, maybe, i think maybe, it's just uh, yeah you know time to move on and and just focus on other things for now yeah i mean the best time to 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 do that is when you're at the pinnacle you know when you've <laughs> that's reached us. the we top are we are at the we top are at the right top. now we have four <laughs> listeners now <laughs> Yeah. Up from two. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. This will be the last uh the last indie music podcast. So yeah. Um and you know, this has been fun. It's and been think, fun. You know, We've Matt, interviewed some great some great bands and, and great artists and lovely people and yeah. Learned some things yeah. and taught some things and yeah, learned some a whole, really interesting discussion. Didn't we we learned a lot about content creation and processes we sure did. and re- podcast recording and you know i mean there's tons of stuff that we do all the behind the scenes production work um you know Mm -hmm. uh matt and i came in with a um a modicum (laughs) of uh of modern a modicum of ideas and and experience but um uh but when applied to podcast you know there was um, a lot of uh of curves to be learned you know and right um, not only not only this like technical stuff but like how to how to produce on a regular cadence yeah, uh, how to bring in team members once you once you hit a certain threshold, you know, scheduling management, um, uh, you know, uh, social media, uh, mm-hmm. you know, con- you know, the content management stuff and and uh, and coordination. Um, yeah, yeah. There's just a there's lot. There's just a lot more to stuff. it than probably you and I thought there was at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's just record a video and put it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some people get away with that, but uh, yeah. If you want to do it right, there's a lot more to yeah. it than that. No, and I, and I, yeah, proud of what we did. Uh, so I think our intention is to leave the website up and active yes. with uh, with all of our episodes on that, which will mean that they will still be available on um, all your favorite podcast networks. I and I'll not, continue to promote them. What's that? I'll continue to promote them so that people yeah. go out and listen to them because the, the content really is pretty much evergreen. Yeah. Now that, you know, the, the regular, uh, uh, social media on Instagram and, and Twitter, uh, those, those posts are going to, um, stop. We do have some repost stuff that happens, uh, mm-hmm. that, uh, um, I don't know. I, I get, I don't know, <laughs> whatever we do with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm undecided, you know, what do, what do you want to do with the YouTube? Leave it up. Just leave it up. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll just leave up the YouTube. So I guess everything that we've got up is just going to stay up and uh, and leave it there. Yeah. And then Matt and I are going to continue to maintain those to make sure that they stay up. Right. And, you know, um, except uh, the Patreon's going down. I'm getting rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that never went anywhere, unfortunately. Nah. That's fine. So <laughs> That was another learning curve. Yeah. Experiment. You know, and with the whole thing, you know, you know Matt and I have paid for everything out of pocket. Uh, you know, for this podcast, uh, you know, for all this, you know, all three seasons. And, uh, and as that, uh, that content library builds up, you know, so does, uh, does the cost associated with it. Although, you know, it was interesting to see our, uh, our S3 prices, uh, our S3 costs actually, uh, went down a little bit. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, but, but that's all based on, um, on consumption and, uh, you know, it is another indicator to me that, uh, we just don't have a lot of people consuming our content, you know, which is, yeah. you know, uh, well, sadly, it's too bad. Cause it's really good content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if, you know, at a minimum, I think we've had fun. Um, I, I know yeah, I have definitely, and, uh, yeah. you know, and I, you know, 98% of the shows, uh, you, you know, I was laughing or, you know, or having fun and, you know, so it's, it's been great, you know, yeah, totally getting on the phone with Matt. It all started with just getting on the phone with Matt and talking, you know, and chatting and stuff like that. And it just was yeah. like, and hey, I feel like, I feel like we'll still, I, st I feel like we'll still do this from time to time. Yeah. Um, just to check in. I definitely, and we'll still have the Slack channel. I'll definitely want to hear about your guitar builds, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Right. So, on. um, and any new lamps you get. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so anyway, thanks for coming on this journey with us, everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening and, uh, for sharing and all of your nice comments. We've, I've never had a bad comment. No, no, everybody's been very nice and, and we do definitely appreciate that and appreciate you. And so, and, you know, thank you for, like Matt said, for being on the journey with us here. We had a good time <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Well. Doug, enjoy right. the rest of your weekend and the holiday season with your family and uh, everybody yeah, you out do there. The same. You all take care. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. <laughs> cheers for the last time. All right. Time. Cheers. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>